The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The Pharisee who had invited Jesus to dinner was amazed to see that Jesus did not wash first before eating. Then the Lord said to him, Woe to you, Pharisees, for you tithe mint and rue and herbs of all kinds and neglect justice and the love of God. It is these you ought to have practiced without neglecting the others. Woe to you, Pharisees, for you love to have the seat of honor in the synagogues and to be greeted with respect in the marketplaces. Woe to you, for you are like unmarked graves, and people walk over them without realizing it. One of the lawyers answered him, Teacher, when you say these things, you insult us too. And he said, Woe also to you lawyers, for you load people with burdens hard to bear, and you yourselves do not lift a finger to ease them. The Gospel of the Lord. The responsorial psalm is Psalm 1, the first psalm that opens the prayer book of the Bible, and it introduces the two ways the ways of light and darkness, good and evil, heaven and hell, that run right through the whole of the Bible. We see it all the way back in the book of Joshua chapter 24. But for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. He was challenging the people to do likewise, but they had a choice and they often chose badly. In 1 Kings chapter 18, Elijah was confronting the false prophets of Baal and the people were sitting on the fence. And Elijah says, if God is real God, follow him. But if Baal, follow him. In other words, stop sitting on the fence, choose. In the prologue of John's gospel, John says that the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not comprehended it. Again, the two ways. So in this first psalm, the psalmist highlights this in a form of a prayer. Happy are those who do not follow the advice of the wicked or take the path of sinners or sit in the seat of scoffers, but their delight is the law of the Lord. They are like trees planted by streams of water and their fruit is yielded in season. Their leaves do not wither, but the wicked are not so. Now, these two ways confront every one of us every day in different ways. St. Paul now is also looking at this because in the first reading from Galatians chapter 5, this is how he ends his letter, he's been battling false teachers. These false teachers are trying to say that in order to be saved, you have to, you Gentiles, follow the ceremonial aspects of the Torah, the works of the law circumcision, purity codes, various feasts. Paul knows that if that is a requirement, many Gentiles will not enter the church. And he says that is a false way. Because if you are going to insist on keeping those ceremonial aspects, you have to keep the entire law, every minute detail of it, and no one has ever done that. So basically, they're leading the Gentiles down into darkness. Rather, Paul says, we're saved by grace of the Holy Spirit. 
And if the Holy Spirit is planted in our hearts, we will bear the fruits of the Spirit. And so Paul then contrasts the fruits of the Spirit, which he lists, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, long-suffering, purity of heart. He contrasts those fruits with the works of the flesh, which I won't go through, but they're all degrees of darkness. Jesus is dealing with the same issue in the Gospel where this Pharisee has invited him to dinner. The Pharisees are in darkness because they're holding on to this old law which insists that human effort alone has to keep that law. Where Jesus is trying to say no, and Paul as well. It's the grace of God first acting in our hearts that transforms our inner heart so that we can keep the moral law and do good and avoid evil and choose, not because we're constrained or forced, but because freely we desire, we love to keep the law and participate in the divine life. And so Jesus goes into the woes. Woe to you, Pharisees. Woe to you, lawyers. These are contrasted with the Beatitudes in Matthew chapter 5 and earlier in Luke's Gospel. So consistently, in various ways, we have this demarcation, these two ways. For us today, let us thank God that we are graced with the light of the Holy Spirit. We're here at Mass to receive Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity, to receive an increase in grace, and then to become the light to our culture that is ever leaning, inclining toward greater degrees of darkness. We are God's witnesses. We're challenged every day to be that light and to recognize these two ways that confront us. And it's not like we have a free pass, because even St. Paul, after he was converted and filled with the Holy Spirit, says in Romans chapter 7, the things I want to do, I end up not doing. And the things I don't want to do, that's what I do. In other words, he's still plagued with concupiscence, because he just still has the fallen nature, as we all do. So he's very careful to be a man of prayer and suffering, and then folding that suffering into a worship of God for the sake of others. So it's a real battle, and we're right in the midst of it. We know this present darkness is all around us, but we also know we have the light. But let's not take it for granted. Come to Mass, rejoice in the strength that we're receiving, live joyfully, live with gratitude, be the good news, be the light for our neighbor. Let us pray.